0: The basketball tournament is coming back to the Charleston Coliseum in Charleston, West Virginia, July 24th through 27th, and Best Virginia will be there. Come and cheer on your Mountaineer alumni team as they try to win the $1 million prize. Get your tickets today at thetournament.com tickets.
1: Warmer weather is finally here, and our friends at the Book Exchange have all the WVU gear and apparel to keep you looking good and feeling great. Support our show and save 25% off your order with promo code BX4FINAL4 in store or online at BookExchangeWV.com. That's BX the number four, FINAL the number four.
0: Recorded live in Morgantown, West by God, Virginia, and across the world with your hosts, Kevin Jones, John Flowers, and our lovely co-host, Ashley. This is the Final Forecast Podcast.
2: Welcome to another episode of the Final Forecast, featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones. I got my boy J. Flow with me.
3: You, super real estate agent. Even though some people buy houses and, and don't want to use them, you know what I mean. So it's cool. Six seconds. Down here, hey. super basketball player, best three-point shooter ever to be a WWE on here. <laughs> What's up? None of these things are true.
2: Um, <laughs> got our <laughs> got a super intern, Ethan, with us. What's up? What up, what up, Uh, Dave is not in the building, neither is our lovely co-host Ash, she's feeling under the weather, hopefully (coughs) not COVID, oh yeah it is COVID related, she has COVID. Yeah it is. Well, (laughs) I thought it didn't exist anymore, but lo and behold.
3: You don't have to, we don't have to travel with uh, COVID tests anymore.
2: I know, that's what I'm saying, it don't exist no more.
3: Facts, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing.
2: I mean, everybody's been, everybody was so mad about having to use masks and going through all these things to travel, and now they don't, so there you go. <laughs> everybody's getting what they wanted.
3: Facts. whatever. I'm still wearing a mask. I'm going to the airport.
2: No, you're not. Stop lying. You're not Maybe. wearing a mask in the airport anymore. I might. <laughs> Anywho, we we have a very special guest in the building, one of the seven signees New guy, he hasn't been on the uh, team since we formed Best Virginia. Very, very talented guy. One of my boys, one of my friends, Tanner McGrew. What's going Tanner on, buddy? Nice,
3: I haven't yeah, been on a team. Happy to be here. <laughs> what? He wasn't at WVU either. He's just a random dude. Yeah. Picked up all random,
2: but
4: <laughs> showed <laughs> up in Morgantown. Uh, the unknown
3: what? dude.
4: Yeah, I mean. Hey, I'm uh, unknown like that, huh?
3: <laughs> i don't know we'll find out today i don't i really don't i don't a lot of people don't know who you are you know what i mean so we'll, i still don't know much to...
2: about tanner and i i Dark I, horse, feel like I talk with him i talk with him very often i still don't know a few things so
3: get some stuff straightened out one of your best friends huh? See that, <laughs> kind of?
2: he's a really good friend Really good point. We of mine, shared man. a smoothie the other day. We did. That's my we boy. didn't share the exact same. Don't, <laughs> don't, don't, don't say it like that. We didn't Spend share the exact same smoothie. We huh? same Two straws, place. one smoothie. What <laughs>
4: kind of smoothie was it? <laughs> Two straws. Strawberry shortcake. <laughs> <smoothie>. Yo, don't <laughs> oh, hey man,
2: don't be don't be yo. pointing out my my selection like that. Come on, bro. That's supposed Are to be you, between us.
3: How did that happen? You just like hey, you want some of my smoothie? And
4: he was like, yeah. <laughs> nah, we didn't have the same smoothie. I'm just. I had my uh, he wishes my cookie cookie dough or something like that. So we're good. <laughs> nah, why, do you, you have a, a,
3: why do you have an iPod? I mean, a, a podcast mic.
4: That's better. My than, wife uh, better than everyone here. Yeah, my wife is an elite uh, recorder, and she wanted me to know that she knows how to do this better than me. So she yeah. she threw down with the equipment. She really does. <laughs> I see.
3: Your wife is elite. Definitely, your better half for sure. Like, no doubt about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talk about it in the summertime. Like, she's a G. Shout out to her. You yeah, want to give a that. shout out?
4: Wayfair Design Studio.
3: Shout out. Wayfair Design Studio. Yes. So, t- tell us about yourself, Tanner. Uh, people don't know this. You were supposed to be on the uh, Best uh basketball team last year. <laughs> but yeah, so, uh, t- tell us about yourself. Can... Where are you from? In-
4: I grew up in Buchanan, West Virginia, so hour south of Morgantown. Uh, I went to Buchanan for high school, walked on uh, to the West Virginia Wesleyan basketball team my sophomore year. I went to school for music, uh, just loved basketball and continued playing. Walked on and then played four years there and had a pretty good career. So
3: he was a walk on for four years, or.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I actually was never on scholarship, oh, wow. which is probably you, the craziest
2: thing. You had a crazy story that you told me. Uh, tell tell John and the people the story that you told me about how your collegiate career started about you. Um, you just coming in the gym and you said one of the coaches just seen you uh, shooting around the gym and invited you
4: to practice. Tell, tell everybody about that. Yeah. So my coach was actually Pat Beeline, John Beeline's son. So um, oh, he, he went WVU alum. And uh, He was in I was just, you know, shooting around in the gym and he walks in and and he said, hey, we need an extra guy. I mean, I had seen him before. He had seen me. I was in the gym plenty. Uh, But he just said, you want to you want to walk onto the team? We have an extra spot, 15th, uh, 15th spot. And uh, I kind of thought he was joking, not joking, but just kind of like not being exactly legit. So I was like, "Okay, whatever. Then I saw him again and he asked again and I was like, "Okay, this is serious. So uh, I went home, talked to my parents, and just went out. My first workout was was conditioning, Mm. and uh, we ran some some wild stuff, and I just thought it was going to be no chance. But uh, I made all the times, and that was kind of the beginning of the the chapter.
3: Pat was your coach for four years?
4: No, he was my coach for two years. And honestly, I didn't do great under him Mm. just because my development was a little, you know, delayed. I, I, I grew up a little later than a lot of guys, so... Uh, then a guy named Gary Nottingham came in. Uh, he was an old Glenville coach who's been all around. And he played more of a – like he, he threw the ball in the post a lot. And yeah. so I found the weight room, fell in love with lifting weights, and, and that kind of like jump-started my career a bit. Yeah. So my last two years, I was – my junior year All-Conference had a good season. Then my senior year All-American, led the nation in rebounding.
3: That's a walk uh, walkover,
4: Yeah, and, and that's <laughs> – I'd say I was the only – only all American getting having to pay for his college. That's right, what I always say. So talk about a success did pay, story.
3: Did they pay you back? That's
4: crazy. Nope. No. How
3: was how was John Belon as a coach though?
4: I don't know. Pat was. All- <laughs> I mean, Pat. Is, <laughs> right. uh, 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 it was. He was all right. He's a good coach. He's good exes and those guys. I'm not gonna. I. He, I thought that his uh, he had a good style. He kind of just mirrored his dad though. Yeah. He went up to to Lemoyne and had a. Some success up there as well, another D two program, and uh, he he's been all around. I don't I'm not sure what he's doing now, but uh, yeah, he don't... was he, he had the, he understood the game, which was right. a good thing. Got a great but, teacher for sure. Yeah, no doubt about that.
2: What I don't understand is why weren't they able to finally give you a, a, a scholarship being on the team? Whereas was it just like they were they were finished? They were tapped out with scholarships, or it was like you didn't really demand it like that? Like what happened with that? Yeah. So I,
4: my, my first three years, I really didn't have much leverage. I mean, and, and there was some budget issues. My last year, I probably could have been a little bit more demanding because I did have a good, my third year was good. I was first team all conference and like a solid. Um, but to be honest, I didn't, I wasn't willing to actually back it up and like go somewhere else. Cause I wanted to stay at Wesleyan for the music aspect and, and for basketball together. So, um, the truth is I, I just, I had leverage, but I wasn't willing to tap into it. Cause I, I just, I wasn't going to leave. And they kind of knew that too. So what kind I of, never pushed the issue too much. What
3: kind of music was this
4: jazz music? I played trombone. Um, it's kind of the thing that everybody laughs, laughs at me for. So, uh, he plays, jazz, music, flute. He plays jazz flute. <laughs> uh, I played, I was in the college jazz band, my junior and senior year of high school. So I was all around my college. That's kind of what led me to go there. The, Professor there, James Moore, and I had a really good relationship. He's now the interim president. So shout out, James.
2: Imagine He's a guy still- not going to school for for wanting to go to school for basketball, <laughs> becoming an <to> All American. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
4: Do you still uh, know yeah. how to play the trombone? Yeah, for sure. I don't play nearly as much. I play guitar a lot more because it's more mobile. I can take it places. I can quickly get one anywhere I go. So yeah. that's kind of my. That's how I get into that music aspect
2: of my life. Tanner should join in the band. Then I uh, have. To. <laughs> <laughs> join the uh, Dav-
3: Davidson band. I'm, I'm gonna put Man, the word I... in. I'll leave yeah. you join Davidson band. The Davidson brothers. The
4: Davidson brothers. Is that what they call? Yeah. yeah. I uh. My sister would like that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Kev's coming to my sister's wedding, too. That's how good of friends we are. Yo,
2: and crazy because he still to this day doesn't believe that I'm coming to the wedding. He still texts me every day. You still coming? You still okay, coming? That is you still not coming? true. I'm like, bro, I'm coming to the
4: wedding. I've huh? asked him maybe like three times. <laughs> How,
3: how did KJ get an invite to your sister's
4: wedding? How did that happen? So uh, my sister and some of her friends came up. I, I guess I was trying to just show them that I knew you guys and that I was, like, <laughs> not lying. <laughs> so I was like, I asked Kev to come out, and uh, he met them. And, you know, they're they're longtime WVU fans, so it was – at first it was a little bit kind of like starstruck. Not starstruck, but, you know, they, they were fans. Uh, uh, so... But then they realized Kev's kind of a weirdo too, so it's a little bit more <laughs> – true. Sander.
3: So basically, KJ crashed the bachelorette, bachelorette party. <laughs> okay,
4: there there was know. no bachelor My was mom no. was there, and so was my wife. So I hope not. Okay. <laughs> KJ is being KJ again.
2: Nah. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. Nah, but, but yo, he he so has sad. like he has cool people around him, cool family. I I enjoyed it. Um, we had went to I think we was at um Joe Mama's right when we had met so you know over drinks anything is possible and then 10 the next day he was like well you're invited to my sister's wedding now so (laughs) set set this date aside but yeah,
4: yeah they were they were all cool people
3: that's dope when's the wedding
4: july 2nd that's dope that's what's
3: up i love weddings He's I trying
4: mean, to get an invite.
0: Yeah, <laughs> He's trying to it. To oh man, I love weddings. I love weddings too. I man. wish I could be there. I don't I don't want to go
3: see <laughs> Tyner play the trombone at his sister's wedding. I'm okay. <laughs> man.
2: Are you go play? You go play today at your no. sister's wedding? No. I know somebody requested you to do it. You just didn't want
4: I, to. I just have a bet that I'm not gonna cry. I bet a thousand dollars that I wouldn't cry. So we'll see how that goes. I'm definitely recording that. You think you're
3: gonna cry? Is it a possibility?
4: I don't know. It's my sister, man. I mean, is she a
3: younger sister, or older sister?
4: Older sister, though. Right. So
2: that—that's why I'm probably not. So she beat you up and bossed you around like when y'all were younger, because she told me yeah. some stories. But I was just like, nah, I don't believe you really beat him up like that. But she, yeah, she seemed pretty. Convinced. I mean, not like that, but yeah, she she like
4: rocked me in the nose one time. <laughs> Damn, had me bleeding all over my blanket. <laughs> <laughs> then i turned 16 no. <laughs> Yeah, now,
3: people are probably wondering like how you started like coming around us and stuff i mean i'm really not sure but i just used to start seeing you at the practice facility a lot
4: i rather. told you guys I just weaseled my way in everyone <laughs> no, i played uh so my second year overseas i played with Jawan in france Uh, um and that was kind of my first probably intro into getting to know you guys um I'm not sure if after that year I came around much uh I think I may have and then me and Kev started working out a little bit more you as well uh Ruoff got in that Um, and then I also played with Javon in Memphis when he was assigned down to the hustle uh I played I played with him so you know I kind of had different connections through, with you guys, and then I live in Morgantown now yeah. uh, for the last few summers. So it's like, it would just kind of made sense for us to all to kind of connect and get together. So, yeah, that's dope.
3: And then we we just start talking more, and then come come to find out you're actually a really good person, really nice person, you know, um, really smart too. Like good, on the good on team the team guy on the business <laughs> side of things too. Like really smart uh well, thank you talk about investments and just talk about life in general all the time and that kind of find ta- out if that's
4: true <laughs> Kevin. i hope i hey, hope he's I, right I, I, hey
2: listen I, i'll roll the dice i'll roll the dice yeah. with you man
3: <laughs> are you guys uh investing together we're waiting to get you in there john yeah, just got to
2: make sure that i didn't mess up too bad first he's dragging his john was dragging his feet we had a great you know business that's,
4: opportunity for him but
3: i mean you know with that stuff you just got to jump in like
4: I say I think after There's it, some truth in the. I'm glad that we were kind of in the in a good time of the, where everything was going right. So here in the next few years, we'll see if uh, see if my calculations were correct. Because yeah. you know I I'm not gonna act like I know everything about what I'm doing, but put yeah. the time in. Hopefully, it's gonna be prosperous. Yeah,
3: at least you calculated. I just yeah, around. definitely <laughs> didn't just guess.
4: I didn't just just hope for the best. I, yeah.
3: I, but yeah. nah, that that kind of that kind of ties into uh best Virginia or your playing style actually like how you play basketball you're very you have a very high basketball IQ like you're very smart and I think that's kind of what we need for best Virginia
4: yeah I I like to think that's how I've always played I uh I've never been the most athletic guy on the court I'm I'm relatively strong I uh I shoot it pretty well but I think that my IQ kind of gets me over the top and allows me to play at a decently high level uh I've played six years now overseas and been, uh, been to a few countries, had a little stint with the, with the jazz and summer league and, uh, team USA stuff. So like, I, I've had some experience at high levels and, uh, kind of had to start at the bottom to get there, but Facts. You know, yeah, I think yeah. there's some hope.
2: I I think your uh your story is inspiring because like you said like you you got picked up in college from just from shooting around and a coach taking a chance on you so I'm sure that you've had a lot of people doubting you and you know we've kind of talked about it before and you know people see the 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 white guy he doesn't really look super athletic so he's like oh let's pick on him or whatever but little do they know that like you're really a professional basketball player and so just just talk about from your perspective, like what it took to get to that point. Cause like I said, I'm sure you had a lot of people doubting you and a lot of people saying what you can and can't do. So like, talk about that mindset of, you know, look that I'm, I'm a bet on myself and you know, I'm gonna make this work, which you have.
4: Yeah. And I, a lot of that comes from like trying to play to my strengths. You know, a lot of coaches will try to kind of put you into a mold of like what a basketball player is supposed to look like or be like or play like. And, if you try to do that, you end up playing to your weaknesses. I think, like you're trying to do stuff that that's not where you excel. So for me, finding the places where I can I can be really good is has allowed me to to take those things and worry about them, and then let my weaknesses kind of fall behind. Of course, I work on everything, but like I know I'm not a point guard. Like I'm I'm not going to be bringing the ball up against other point guards. So to me, spending the majority of my time on that doesn't really make sense. But being able to catch and shoot was something I could I could change. I, I could work on that. I always had a decent shot, but like finding the confidence to where like I'm willing to take the shots, that was something I could work on and excel at. And I ended up I've ended up becoming a pretty good shooter. Um, same with just being strong. Like I've always had a pretty big frame. So I was like, let's get in the weight room. I love lifting weights. So I can go around and I can I can get stronger. I can bully people a little bit. It's like why would I not play to that strength and allow that to show in my game a little bit? So I think you'll see those things. I hope, Um, if nothing else, you definitely there will be no question of effort. Like I'm going to play as hard as I can every minute, and uh, I I think that me being a good teammate is, is important to me. A lot of guys like maybe don't care so much about that, but for me, it matters a lot to like be supportive of you guys and like I understand. This opportunity is not something that comes along to everybody, so I'm just stoked to be to be out there and get to play with some of my friends and, and like represent West Virginia because it means a lot to me. I'm from West Virginia, right in smack in the middle. I grew up here. I, I like I've always cared about this state a lot, and like I want I want to represent as best as I can and and kind of show what West Virginia people are are like, you know. Yeah.
2: Don't cry, Tanner. It's fine. We we understand how much it means yeah, to you. So, so your voice crackling up a little bit there. But
4: like, A <laughs> <nah. laughs> like, great,
2: great speech, though. Great, I love it.
3: <laughs> Where did you play basketball overseas at this
4: year? I was in Romania, in CB, Romania. How was, uh, how was that? It was all right. Romania is not really super well-known. I don't know if you guys have ever know anything about it, but uh, – my city was nice. It, it was, uh, is a really nice place. Great fans, best fans in the league, I think. Uh, once they had started allowing fans to come to the games, it was like a, a different experience. It was like, it was amazing. We had a couple of really good teams in the league Cluj, um, they played Champions League and played at a high level. They were competing for the final four there. Uh, uh Aradia and Voluntari were both high level teams. So there was some good competition. Uh, I, I, I enjoyed Romania.
0: A lot actually. Oh, that's just so sad. Get ready for a summer of basketball. Bring the family and watch Best Virginia get ready for the basketball tournament at our exhibition game Saturday, July 16th, at Fairmont State University. Tickets are $10 for general admission and free for children 10 and under. We also have basketball skills camps for children 6-13 to in Morgantown July 17th and South Charleston July 22nd. Sign up now online for $60 or $75 at the door. Learn more and get your tickets today at bestvirginia.org. Let's go, Mountaineers! You were in... um Tr-
2: was you in transylvania or yeah a- yeah you um, were in transylvania that's like a is, region yeah. yeah which is like i mean if anybody just like known for whatever where vampires started and all that yeah. stuff it's like what's the i know you pe- you tell people yo, i was in transylvania and like they ask you stupid questions like what's the biggest i guess misconception about about that place to live or just like do you have you learned anything since you've been there about the the culture
4: there that- i had a misconception that it was all going to be like behind the times and like every no modern stuff but you know it's it's just like anywhere in the world Uh, like once you're there you're it's it's everything's similar you know it it wasn't a huge city it was probably a hundred thousand people something like that but um it was really nice that they kept it well Uh, there's a nice little downtown area that was like historic but like you walk around eat and stuff like that so it, it was nice the infrastructure there like the roads that's kind of where they lack they fall behind there because the eastern half of romania is a little bit they're not quite as wealthy um uh, there's a little bit of poverty on that side so actually going from one place to the other can be a little little rough but but as far as where we were living it was pretty nice we liked it
3: how uh how many years have you been playing overseas
4: the, this is six so next year will be year seven i played uh A summer in Australia, then Denmark for the full season, back to Australia, and then France for the second full season, then in the G League, then Porto for two years. Uh, I got hurt in Porto my first year, uh, rehabbed, and then played some of the second year, and then Romania for my sixth year. Okay, that's
3: what's up, that's what's up. (laughs)
2: Anything? Uh, So we always always ask people about, like, uh, Coach Huggins' story – you know, and we're telling it from a perspective of us playing under him. So you you're coming from an outside perspective. I'm sure you heard of Coach Huggins before. I mean, growing up and then obviously him coming here, uh, coach at West Virginia. What is what is a version of of a Coach Huggins story, like let's just say the first time you came in there, or the first time you ever interacted with him? Like what is there is there a moment that uh that stands out to you?
4: Honestly, there's like I haven't interacted with him much. I think I've spoken to him like twice. But every time I see him, he just kinda gives off an aura of like intimidation. I mean, I'm not intimidated by a lot of people. You know, I'm not not really, but every time <laughs> I see him, I just kinda feel like I don't belong. Like he's looking at me like, who is this dude and why is he in my gym? And it's how I it's every time I see him, I'm like hiding behind somebody, like I'm just here. Hell man. <laughs> so that's kind of the feeling. and it, it probably stems from the stories that I've heard and growing up and kinda like watching him coach and knowing about his coaching style, so like I, I don't know him particularly well, but I do know that like I've always felt like that. Like when I'm in the gym, he's the one dude I don't really want to see because I don't know what he's thinking. <laughs> is he is he really like about to just tell me to leave? <laughs> so.
2: But but it's all been super you know, you haven't had a bad experience.
4: That's just that was your
2: perception of no, it. No, like, not at all. Cause cause uh, you know, uh we we all talk about how how much saw, how soft spoken he is off the court. So he's like day and night is just as far as the way he talks. Like the way he coaches and the way he as a person he is off the court is just like day and night. So when you actually meet him and it's like not basketball related, just mm-hmm. in general, and like people will be surprised like how soft spoken he is, like how you know he's
4: uh, charismatic always has a joke or something like that, so yeah. the couple of times I have spoken to him he was he was very nice, very like welcoming, you know I think it's more just because of the stories that i've heard and I mean you can tell you guys guys keep coming back and they seem to have a good relationship with him, and especially with a coach like that where there's, where there's like he's intense, everybody knows the stories and and everybody knows like how difficult it was to play under him. Mm-hmm in modern times. Right. But like people aren't leaving with like horror stories and never coming back for the most part, you guys stick around and, and, and are willing to like have relationships with them. So that says tons about his, his character and, and especially like, even if it was off the court, like it seems like everybody has a good relationship with him.
3: Yeah. I mean, he's probably the big reason why we do this alumni thing. You know what I mean? Just yeah. a lot of other schools don't do this, but he's, very welcoming and helping us helping everybody when we come back when using the facilities and stuff So alumni locker room and all that stuff
4: yeah that stuff's awesome too I mean like having that having the ability to really like just be in there whenever yeah. I mean that that starts at the top so you can tell that he like he held that pretty closely for all these years having a whole locker room and, and you know I, I I don't know how many colleges are doing that but uh, just in itself, in its own, that's just a pretty good thing, you know. It shows shows that he cares about the alumni and wants to keep you guys tight. Fox,
2: yeah, it's crazy because Tanner Tanner always is like, he's like, "Yo, is it cool if I go in there?" Like, without, I'm like, "Bro, you're pretty much one of us now. Like, you've been around for three years. Like, they know you. Like, they would let you in if you didn't have." one of us around like they're super chill with you like that you never did anything to disrespect you just always came in worked out and then
4: and then left so I'm like bro you don't have to you don't have to worry you're good to go there. yeah and man the managers having the managers especially two summers ago um it was like it was so huge for my game because I never had that I mean I didn't even have that during college when I was playing (laughs) like uh so, but to have people there who, who are willing to take their time and, and give it to you and whatever you need, uh, I think that got kind of gets undervalued. I don't I don't know what you could do to value it as high as as important as it is for us. But like uh, guys, kind of take that for granted. Not you guys, but yeah, I think sure. players might because they just that's their norm. But that's not normal. Even when you play overseas, that's not super normal. Nope. Um, <laughs> like having guys there who who spend their days just rebounding and passing. And whatever you ask them to do, they're down for. That's like that's super important for skill development. So, so right. guys should be be thanking their lucky stars they have that. Oh man, that's that's crazy because we.
3: <laughs> this like you said, people take it for granted, like, and we talked about it before. Not to go back into it, but some <laughs> schools they go, they have like different types of player development as far as like GAs mm-hmm. and stuff. But like for a lot of people, like. For me, that's all I need is just someone to rebound. You know what yep. I mean? In a little direction, and I'm I'm straight. So, yeah, people- I got
4: something for you here. I think social media has made it seem like skill development takes these like insane challenges to to mm-hmm. become a good player. Mm-hmm. They make it seem like if you don't have somebody who's throwing you a ball, making you catch it, put it behind your back, and then score, it's like, oh, you're not getting better. But at the at the core of basketball, skill development is like simplicity first like yeah. doing the, the, the basics over and over and over like NBA players are shooting catch and shoot shots more than they're doing anything Facts. like they are they're repping out the things that actually happen in games you yeah. know
2: Look at, not we, every
4: college player is an NBA player who needs to be out there, like <laughs> handling the ball 25 like times a half. <laughs> yeah, for me, I
2: mean, I've been embracing the new workouts more in the way that, that guys are doing it nowadays, like with different mm-hmm. kind of drills, coordination drills, whatever they may be. But some of the shit these people are doing is ridiculous. Like you got this one dude who's pretty much teaching people how to travel in a game. And Tanner says <laughs> not a travel, but I'm like, bro, this is a job. <laughs> Like, I can't remember the a, guy's name. What What's the dude's name? Like, truck no always goes, it, goes back and forth with him. And he's nah, doing like reverse travel, spin pivots sure. off your other leg and going to. I'm like, yeah. it's just, all I right, can't some wait things doesn't need to be over exaggerated. Like, you know what yeah, mean? You I mean? Stick to the basics. Know. Like, I, I agree with what
3: you said. Try, try it in TBT time and see what happens.
4: <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I said. It is a travel because they'll call it a travel. But by the rule book, is it a travel? That's what I care. I was like know?
2: Teddy, you gonna make me regret putting you on this team? I can see it now. You gonna make? I hit, him with the, I hit
4: Kev with the fake fadeaway <laughs> spin to a one-foot hook the other day. He's been cooking me all day, but <laughs> this is wild.
3: I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing like how James is going to use you.
4: Yeah, I'm, I am. I actually was. I've been thinking about that because at first it kind of just was like. I'll fill a spot if you need me, but I'm to the point now in my career where I'm not—I'm not just a placeholder. I mean, I'm willing to be whatever he needs me to be, but I know I can contribute and be helpful to the team. Yeah. If you would have asked me three or four years ago, I would have just been happy to. Oh, be I'm so him. happy to be there, but I actually do <laughs> yeah. think I can help. You know, I think so that's
3: what... what Logan is now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Yo. sighs> big Tom, Big Tom Logan. Shout out to Logan Rout. Congrats <laughs> on winning your championship.
2: Congrats to Mazi man congrats to Mazi he he's doing this thing he was a uh, yeah we won't go into that story we won't go into that story but congrats to Mazi on his, <laughs> on his championship you know he's he's uh working his way up in the in the uh, overseas ranks which we all know can get hectic and that any second could get snatched from you you could go from playing League to not playing the competition like it's it's weird the way, like, what overseas teams value—have do
4: y'all y'all notice that, or y'all think it's – because well, it's sure? Yeah, I've seen super high level teams that have guys that you're like, how'd that happen? Right, <laughs> good for them. I would, I never like. It's not zero sum. If you can, I mean, it sort of is, but if you can play and somebody wants to pay you, more power to you, man. I don't get salty about other people's success. Yeah.
3: Uh, All right. what, what did you think about uh, the team last year? You watch the Your guys' team. Yeah, watching the games. Yeah,
4: I watched them pretty closely, actually. Um, I kind of said early on that uh, shooting might be an issue because the guards you had. I love those guys, Tariq and Tavon. They're like they're my guys, right? But they're more kind of gritty, um, defensive-minded guards. Tavon had a great season. Um, I watched some of like this season overseas. He had a really good year, and so his his development has has shown. You know. But at the time, I was kind of I was wondering how that was going to go. Then you pulled Jamel in, um, and that that definitely helped a bit. Um, I don't know what the what you guys needed specifically though.
2: Um, so so we had this uh, discussion like on the podcast, and John doesn't seem to think it's that big of an issue. Uh, but guys like bickering off the court in the locker room doing extra stuff that's a distraction for the team. John doesn't seem to think. That Perfect. I'm not saying he doesn't think it affects it at all, but he doesn't think mm-hmm. it affects as much as I do. And I'm like, why deal with that with choose certain res- people? We're not gonna say names with certain people when we don't have to. And he's just like, well, you know, we could work that out. We don't care about pouting and stuff like that. I'm like, bro, that affects the team's morale, whether you think so or not. Like, it, choose just- choose your response carefully, Tom.
3: And
4: it. and it's an unnecessary distraction. I, that's what I think. What, yeah. you, what do you think, Tim? It's a tough one for me because I've always held like being a good teammate to a high standard. And like, it's important to me probably because my skill level may not have been where other guys were. So I had to find other ways to, to be helpful. And one of those ways was being like high energy talking all the time, you know, but I kind of have always said you can either be a dick or you can be bad, but you can't be both. Like if you're really good, you can kind of be tough to deal with. and if you're not as good, and you're a really good guy, you can <laughs> you can make your way. But if you're not that good, and you're no you're no fun to play with, like nobody's gonna want you. Right? Got to
3: be you. Got to be bigger than your problems. That's what Emar yeah. always said. That's good. I, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I
4: think, I, it, it depends the level, I guess, uh, of of how bad it would have been. I didn't see it on the
3: it people, people don't know that Turner was probably the biggest distraction that we had last year. He, That's he so actually, crazy. Uh, crazy he, he wasn't even on the team. That's what's crazy about it. Like distraction, man. So they story, were
4: just wishing they would have picked me. That's all it was.
3: Story time. Me and Tanner are out downtown last year <laughs> in the summertime, and we're texting about something in the in the group chat of the TVT tournament. <laughs> in the in the best Virginia group chat. Turner takes my phone. I forgot what he texted. What did he text? He was like,
4: "Nothing crazy. Something like you need a really good team guy or something." I don't know. <laughs> I never and heard this story before.
3: It's <laughs>
4: just sitting there. But
3: anyways, <laughs> it didn't. It didn't cause anything between me and James. It was. I think Al got kind of mad. James got mad. Oh,
4: yeah. oh, that's right. I do remember that. Al was a little Al mad at not? me. But, Why did Al well, get mad? Don't ask me. He said, "Why is he in our in our group message?" I don't know. I didn't even remember what I said. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was such a non-issue for me. I felt I felt kind of bad though because I it was a joke. I didn't think that it was actually going to cause any issues. Yeah. It, I don't. Think, I don't know. You guys, maybe you guys are just a little brittle. We need to harden up. Go yeah. back to hugs for a few weeks.
3: <laughs> Listen, in your in
4: your old age, I don't care
3: about anything. Like, but they were saying that everything was a distraction. Like they said something that little was a distraction. You know what I mean? So yeah, that's just, any I mean, little thing happening is a distraction. Like, it, mm-hmm. No one wants to play like that. Like, mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, that's not going to get it done. Yeah. yeah,
2: I mean, obviously, you can't have people who are weak-minded or any little thing, like you, like John said, calls a distraction, but at the same time, if we can lower as many distractions as we can, I think that's the smart idea. Now, obviously, you're going to have, like you said, Tanner, you're going to have guys that you make – concessions for because they're better yeah. you know what i mean because they're a talent but at the same time if you're if your talent doesn't outweigh you being a dick like yeah. we, nobody gonna, is going to want you on the team especially the team that we're trying to build
4: and i think in this case because it's not i mean you guys are a team for such a short period of time the main distraction is going to be complaints about playing time and and that your personal value on the team yeah. like it if you come in thinking you're supposed to be the star, that's automatically going to just like put a wrench in things. You guys should, in theory, have a connection from this alumni base of like, you guys are kind of like a brotherhood to where everybody understands that they're valuable in their own way. And all you're trying to do is to win. I think that if you guys can come to that agreement and understanding, you have a much higher chance of, of having success, and so that's why I just want to fit in wherever I'm, I'm wanted, needed, and and do just about anything you need me to do. Ethan, you got some uh,
3: some Tanner McGrew stats from this past season, or oh, no?
1: I, I do miss. actually. Do you? He you probably was a better shooter season. than you.
3: You think so? Oh, Tanner I, says something that's, about that's, me being that ain't, about that ain't a better shooter. Hard. Me being a better shooter than KJ, he tried to discredit me on Twitter, but it's, it's cool. I forgot what he said.
2: There. How I am a better shooter than
3: you? No, no, no. College, my my numbers oh. are better. were better. all going I said this was well, I, shooting shooting no, no. We unguarded
4: are. threes, shooting unguarded threes at at a higher percentage is not necessarily harder than shooting shooting like catch and shoot. There are guys who shoot better percentages than Steph, but this man is shooting with like four hands in his face. Why would you leave? That's all.
3: I'm why saying. would you leave someone with a higher Shooting percent with a high shooting because percent, if you left guarded.
4: Steph open, he's going to shoot seventy five percent from three, right? But if somebody only shoots forty from three, completely unguarded, that means they're not really willing to shoot it at a high clip anyway. I would say well, that's, that's stupid. So if you're a coach <laughs> and you're looking, <laughs> at- <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so if you're I a coach
3: and you're, press, what?
1: I said the Celtics are like in the series are throwing multiple guys on Steph, and he's still. Shooting yeah. incredible this series. So, What if you shoot
4: 40% on two shots a game, on two threes a game, and somebody I mean, else shoots 39% I on seven threes a game? Who's I the mean, what would,
3: what would the scouting report say on a guy like that, Tanner? Leave him open?
4: I would say can shoot. Leave him open? Probably. Unguarded. No, no, no. But but we're not guarding him as a three-point You're shooter. You're not guarding him to shoot threes. You shoot 40%? As a three-point shooter? He shoots if you shoot 40% on two attempts, you are not a three-point shooter. You can shoot threes, but we are not focusing our defense on I don't you. think it's possible. If this guy shoots 40 on seven shots, we're going to focus him as a three-point shooter.
3: I don't think shooter. it's possible to shoot 40% on two threes. I think it's, it's 50%. It, is, it
4: is very much. It'll be 50%. I don't know how as you shoot 40. But. Over the course of a season, if you shoot 2.1 shots a game, okay. that's two shots a game, gotcha. right? That's I'm not saying exactly. So too. if
3: you're the coach.
2: John is just, ch- he does this all the time. Hold on, so i just, just want to get start it.
3: Start making sense. Yeah, so that for that sure. Ch- if you're <laughs> the coach, you wouldn't say contest this jump shot.
4: I would say he can shoot. Be aware of that. But we're definitely not going to run you off the line.
3: So, okay, well, cash enough.
4: <laughs> are you going to run that guy off the line t- two attempts a game? That's not very many. I don't, I
3: don't know
2: what Mor- to tell you. Mor- Moral of the story, bro, is like if you have, I think what Tanner's trying to say, now correct me if I'm wrong, like if you have less attempts at the same thing somebody else does <laughs> and you shoot a better percentage than them, I, thats it's hard to equate that to being a better shooter than somebody, bro.
4: Not necessarily, Kev. I'm, I'm not trying to prove your point for you. I mean, Ethan, did, I think it so. It depends the difference. If it's three and two, okay, that's one thing. I know was, but if we're talking about I, I, a shooter Our shooter. attempts
3: weren't, can't, couldn't have been that
4: far apart. I know you was jacking, but, Ethan, did, did you what have you the mean? Shot I was the in a starting lineup. What you mean? shot
1: 39% this
4: past season. I was at 40 to the last game, too. I'm really sick about that. Damn, you was thinking about it. you <laughs> have a bad
1: game shooting that last game? What'd you say? Did you have a bad shooting game the last game for it to go?
4: Yeah, I, sh- I think so. In the last
2: regular season game, I think. So, so let me. So, okay, if let if I shoot forty something percent from three, right? But I had over a hundred attempts. That that's mm-hmm. that's a solid number, right? That you can say, all right, he had he's had enough attempts to prove himself as a shooter, right? So yeah. let's just say I shot that same percentage. I shot forty some percent at, and I only took twenty five attempts at three.
4: See, yeah, I think twenty five is pretty low. So it's
2: like, is he really? You know what I mean? It's that's not, not I don't to say you're that, not a shooter. That's not to say you're not a shooter, but you haven't – to that point, you haven't proven yourself as <laughs> a Because a couple like, of those can, shots – You are capable. Y-
4: yeah, you've not gotten to the law of averages at that point because a couple of those shots could have gone either way, well, and you could easily be 30% or 50%. That's, that's, Whereas if you shoot 100, it all kind of even. out. I mean, out.
3: that goes back to the original whole point. One of us should have been shooting a lot more threes, huh?
4: Now, that's its own argument. That That's – No.
3: That's not. That's not fair. <laughs> right. Like someone I should have had the opportunity it, it, uh, to shoot
4: some more. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know. That seems like something we all say, though. Man, if my coach would, if I would have done this, I could have been this. The so. truth. Maybe you should have done it, John. Maybe you should have done it, man. <laughs> yes. That's my
2: point. Just do it. Because obviously you're not going to take somebody off the court who's making shots. Yeah, if you could that's do it, they're not good. taking that's, you they're out. Not like, <laughs> that would be dope. So that would be you suggesting that you hit shots, <laughs> and they've seen you hit shots, and they still yeah. take you out or That
3: actually happened. That wouldn't make any sense. That actually happened in the Final Four. And I made two threes <laughs> oh against Duke, and then God. I came right back up. But that's cool, though. Like, I, I understood my role on the team. Like, that's. it's Did you? miss like any after
2: that though after the two you made did you did you keep on shooting a higher percentage because if you make two at the start and then you miss your next four
3: no 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 i'm I,
2: no no. no, no i'm just giving exa- i'm just giving an example i'm just giving <laughs> an example of how, four, six shots <laughs> in five minutes I, i'm giving an example of you can play good at the start but that doesn't mean you're playing good throughout to keep to have somebody keep you in is what i'm saying I could start off hot, but then fizzle out. And then you're like, yo, why they took me out? I hit my first two shots. I missed my last 10, though. I didn't yeah. have it. <laughs>
3: yeah, I didn't have a chance to fizzle out. Like, I didn't shoot that many shots oh, to, you go, didn't to go cold. I made two threes, and then they took me <laughs> out the game. Make that's, a, that's exactly that what happened.
2: That makes sense.
3: That's what happened. I didn't miss any other shots. I made two threes. so in a game. Then I came out the game. Yes, KJ, to your point. Yeah.
2: Um Ethan, can we can we um can we pull up how many minutes John had and how many shots he had in those minutes?
1: Final forty John had fifteen minutes and he was two from two for three.
2: Ooh, he's
1: a shooter. One hundred percent from the field. To KJ two.
3: took me out the game. I don't. What do you want me to do?
1: No, uh, you, John, you missed two two pointers, but you
2: made all your threes.
3: Four shots total. He's talking about fizzling out, taking okay.
2: <laughs> ten shots.
3: See, I. Oh, what about the so so that
2: you could have made the two threes and then missed the two two
3: bunnies. No, nah, and that's why bunnies, you got taken out. Two bunnies came in the second half, huh. but it's cool. You like didn't they, it's not a problem either. What'd you say? I
1: was like, you weren't even in foul trouble, and you had.
4: Only fifteen minutes, and you're shooting well. One hundred percent. Were you just a bit of a defensive liability that game, or what? Nah,
3: is <laughs> nah, this? Uh, I'm just kidding. It's just, I, I understood my role on the team. Right? It's just defense and yep. you know whatever. To,
2: to be honest, all jokes aside, I, I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought you played a lot, especially with uh,
4: with Deshaun
3: coming out.
2: Nah, because he got hurt.
3: And I definitely didn't take a lot of shots. Hmm. Interesting.
4: <laughs> what, what were what did Kevin's stat line look like? You don't mind me asking. He probably knows. Do you know? I really don't. It wasn't good, that though. I don't like think. I, think I, maybe bet,
3: I, had like I bet he nine, didn't. I think I had I bet like he, seven or nine
2: points. good.
3: I bet he didn't shoot 100% from three. I bet that.
1: He didn't. He shot one of three. <laughs>
3: <laughs> one, <point>. Two of two, <laughs> two and one of three.
2: You know, this is at, crazy like, You uh, laughing at two of two and one of three? No, Literally cool.
3: one shot. all Nah, that's cool. So, he shot more. The law of percentage. At
4: two attempts, though. Is he, he shot one more. Per- you shot
3: one more. You know what yeah. I mean?
4: If you shoot 100%, that's pretty good. It is. I'm but, not hating
2: on it. I'm not hating. But over it. the
4: course of a season, I mean, it does matter how many minutes you play, too. If you only play in 15 minutes, you're not going to get five, six, yeah. three attempts. You know, but my, if my, you can knock down one of two, that's But like good.
3: I said, I understood my role in The next year, my senior year, I got to shoot as many shots as I wanted to shoot. So
4: mm. it worked out. Did you guys make the final four that year? Or? What? My senior year? Oh, damn. <laughs> damn. Did, uh, did, that, did, did that shooting lead to wins? Damn. I just, I'm curious. I wasn't. The, I was chill.
2: I was on that team, too, Tanner, chill. I,
4: Oh, Jay, you I were. On
2: that oh, team. Shoot. I wasn't. I was trying was to help your career. No, no, no. I wasn't.
3: My, team, yeah. my role didn't change. Though. I just was able to shoot a lot more. My role didn't change. The KJ role was, did change. KJ was still our score on the team. My role wasn't yeah, to score points ever. You were,
2: you were one of the, me. You and, and Truck were the scorers. On Casey the team. Mitchell. Oh. Who, was, who was he? Oh yeah, Casey. But Casey got suspended was a couple. Joe Mazula or something.
3: i little confused. Joe Mazula wasn't
2: considered a score for our team. <laughs>
3: Okay. All right. I mean he had twenty one versus Kentucky, but he's not a scoring team. Yeah. My bad. One one game out of
2: thirty-three games that we had. So I was that you like, pointed out.
3: So my role was the score on that team. That's what you telling me.
2: One of the scores, yeah. Which
3: one? Out of the top third, third. Third. Me it
2: was it was me, truck it was me and truck. This is crazy. Oh yeah, and then and, and Casey. Casey.
3: This is wild. So, fourth.
4: Fourth option is not exactly the score. Yeah, stop hello You only got five guys on the court.
3: And <laughs> one ball, Kevin Jones. <laughs>
4: yeah, right. Because I shot all the time, huh?
3: The fourth option. This is crazy. Johnny
4: West. Hey, can I – let me, uh, a lot of let me switch the subject for a minute. I got a question for you, John. What's up? What's going on with you and your fans, man? You guys having a falling out. Where? Uh, down there, Peñarol. Peñarol. Is that how you
3: say nah, it? I'm just a troll, bro. Like
4: Yeah, you, and they're, you distract. They're us.
3: soccer fans though. Like oh,
4: okay. nah, I, I, I saw your Twitter exchange. That was getting pretty intense. Was it? It wasn't intense. Yeah, it was fighting words. They just
3: don't they just don't understand like basketball a lot of them. They, they're football fans, so mm-hmm. they don't understand basketball. Some of them just get on there just talking reckless. Like it was the Penerole fan that lives in New York that didn't see one yeah. of our games. And he's telling me how I'm playing. Like you didn't even watch the game. You know what I mean? Like so, it was. Just, I just I'm bored. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I've been here. My, see, time. my <laughs> seasons
2: lasted for for five months. My just, my postseasons lasted five months.
3: And I'm just a troll. Like I I, I like talking to fans too. So it's cool. It works out. Yeah. I'm not really upset. Like I don't really care what they think. Is this one of
2: your best playing experiences? Like, as far as like fans are involved, because it seemed like you having mad fun. They responded well to you yeah. out there.
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm always a fan favorite, so you know what I mean.
4: You and your antics. It does look good though. Those big clubs, soccer clubs, have have diehard fans too. Yeah. When I was in Porto, our fans were they were cool. Yeah, these fans, are- especially the the games that we did have fans, they were they were good. Yeah, these fans are amazing,
3: and like they get out of hand sometimes. Like We had like six games sanctioned because like they chat like wild stuff. I don't know what they're chatting because I don't really (laughs) speak Spanish. But I just posted a thread on Twitter like like football fans in Europe and like they be saying some wild stuff, man. Like Uh. it's it's crazy. It's it's crazy. It's a good experience though. Yeah, I love it here.
4: Um, My fans this year at the end of the last game they were like crying and stuff. That's they really love. They love Seaview. They love the basketball team. Well, They've traveled like seven hours yeah. in a car Damn. to come watch us play a team in last place.
3: I think that's those are the it best. Like, those are the best fans though that actually understand yeah. basketball. Though, you know what I mean? Yeah,
4: and they actually cared. It wasn't just like if you lost one game, then you were the worst player because yeah, some yeah. some teams are like that where you lose a game and it's over. Like yeah. we have the worst team in the in yeah. the history of this club. They weren't like that at all. They give you some a little bit of uh that's of a lead. That's kinda how it is
3: here. Like we had six endpoints. Like you have one bad game, they're like, Oh, this guy, he sucks. Like, we're in the finals. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, right.
4: <laughs> we can only be so the bad. Finals
3: of the league and people are telling me about like, Oh, he needs to lead, that's why I was in da, XYZ. It's crazy. I, yeah, I get
2: people being like longtime fans and there's no other professional sports besides y'all, but it's it's still a limit to how much you can bash somebody, especially if yeah. they're actually doing good in the season, they just have one bad game. Like I never understood it.
3: But this, it's it's a different fan base here because like it's a lifestyle. Like it's it's, mm-hmm. it's kind of like a gang, but it's not a gang. Like it's it's <laughs> like a lifestyle. Of, like people like grow up from when they're young talking about these yeah. teams. So it's it's different.
4: Yeah, it's definitely different than than like you pick a team mm-hmm. and you, and you like them here it's like in their blood exactly. like porto fans versus benfica fans you know it's not like they have the option yeah. it just is you grow up in those clubs that's the clubs you do youth sports with and and everything in your life revolves around them exactly. it's a different experience yeah. like you said it's, it's pretty cool, it's nowhere near the same thing
3: it's pretty cool though
2: That was another episode of the Final
3: Forecast, featuring me, one of your co-hosts, Kevin Jones, my boy J. Flow. You, super real estate agent, you need some property. Don't be like Tanner. Give me a call. <laughs> Get some stuff done for you. That's why he's in the hood now.
2: In the hood. <laughs> yeah, he is. Where he is is a little bit rough. I don't want to go there anymore. <laughs> Tanner, can we meet at a crazy. neutral? Can we meet at a neutral spot to go work out now? I don't want to go
4: back there. That's fine. Thank you. I'll drive. I appreciate it. You that. can leave your Audi somewhere else. Wow. Wow. Why are you mentioning <laughs> my car? <laughs> yeah, and the, the license plate number is. <laughs> <laughs> we
2: got our trusty intern,
1: Ethan. Hopefully I did a good job producing today. Thank oh, you, Tanner. It was mediocre, yeah. but it's fine. Ooh, still
2: still. He I did come up with the you guys stats. Me, he did have the stats on deck, and our yeah, just ready to rock. Very special guest, Tanner. Uh, lucky to have you on the team, man. Can't wait yeah. to uh, get out there and um, yeah. I know the fans can't wait to see you. They don't know you now, yeah. but I feel like they will.
4: to right. one one. I'll be a fan favorite. I'll be the J foot One
3: bad game. What do you think our fans
4: are gonna do? Oh yeah, yeah. Man, just, nah, they. I'm West Virginia born and raised, so they'll uh, they'll cut me some slack. It'll I think work. that
2: might make it even worse just because you're proud. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of issues.
4: There's no coming back from a bad game, though. You have too bad of a game ain't, and it's over. Ain't so nowhere, to go. No, ain't nowhere to go. There's a lot more riding. Ain't nowhere to go. Just drive under pressure. Just go just two for up,
2: two bro. in the game because then you're, you're ultimately the best shooter ever if you just go That's two right. for two. 100%. That's why. Right. Everybody, everybody will love you. 100%. You got
4: that. <laughs> No problem,
3: man. Nah, it's, it's going to be a fun summer, though, for sure. Right? It really is. Yeah, man, it really I'm, I'm
4: excited, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Kev, I'll see you at the wedding. See, All right, man. See, 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 John, it's, maybe you too. <laughs>